0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I am your host, Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards, and I have a podcast about collecting sports cards. And I like to record these episodes when everybody in my house is asleep, and it's always, I always feel like I'm kind of under the gun. I've got the monitor right in front of me, waiting for the two rugrats to get out of bed, to ask for dad. To demand breakfast, to throw on Gabby's dollhouse, to do all of those things. So, on the other side of this, there will be streaming, there will be waffles, they'll be dripping with syrup, they'll be sticky, they'll be cleanup, they'll be going downstairs and playing all of those things that uh, make me really excited, but also extremely exhausted in my day to day life. But you know what? We're here right now. We've got a little bit of time. It seems very, very quiet. So let's talk about some damn sports cards. I want to thank my unofficial sponsor and a brand that maybe isn't the most popular these days. But I'll tell you what, they are doing everything they can to make sure I can still look after my mental health and get In the elements and get some fitness in. So shout out to the fine people at Under Armour for creating tights that allow me to run outside. I know it might sound crazy to some, but you know what? All you runners out there, and I get messages from you all the time, you just tell everyone, once you get going, you can't even feel it. Um, So shout out to Under Armour. And shout out to Under Armour for locking down that uh, Notre Dame contract. Uh, It's a big one, uh, going all in, retaining Uh, the license there uh, to produce Notre Dame uh, gear. I know I need some upgrades here and there, so I probably will be swinging through. But hey, people from Under Armour, you can just send, send me that stuff direct. You know my address, Stacking Slabs HQ. We're keeping the lights on for you, baby. I saw the most ridiculous thing a day ago. Was driving, literally zero degrees, negative 18 wind chill here in the lovely city of Indianapolis. The home of the 2024 All-Star Game. And I'm going on a side tangent, but I went down to the soft opening of Commission Row, which is a Cunningham establishment. If you're in Indiana, you know the Cunningham restaurants, Reign Supreme. But they put up this freaking hotel-looking restaurant right next to gamebridge for the All-Star Game. Cunningham, which is premium restaurant group paired with Herms, Herb Simon, owner of the Pacers, and they're putting up this damn thing. I got a chance to get in there for the soft opening, and let me tell you, the vibes, man. The all-star game here in Indy is going to kick ass. You should come. Are you an NBA freak and fan? Come through. The city knows how to host. That's what we do, baby. We host. So I'm excited about that, but that's not what I'm here to talk about right now. What I'm here to talk about is this guy a couple of houses down from my house. I couldn't believe it. Zero degrees, negative 18, wind chill. And this dude is literally I, I'm pulling. We're leaving the street. I'm like, man, that guy's in a t-shirt. He's hardcore. He's hardcore. He's hardcore. And then I'm like, dude is in freaking shorts. I'm like, that's hardcore. That's hardcore. And then this is when I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to get another bolt on my door because we've got psychopaths in the neighborhood. The dude is walking his dog. T-shirt, shorts, barefoot in this stuff. I'm like, that's complete psychopath activity. Uh, we need to we need to hide our kids. I'm going to hide my wife. I'm going to get the bolts going. But I just can't have, I, I don't feel comfortable anymore. So I hope I don't have to relocate Stacking Slabs HQ because I just feel like I moved in here. But that's neither here nor there. This episode, everybody, you probably saw by the headline, and it probably is not something you are going to expect. We're going to talk about Kaboom, okay? We're going to talk about Kaboom because Kaboom takes over when Kaboom launches. And whether you like Kaboom or you don't like Kaboom, I think when you dig into the data, there is a lot to talk about. So we're talking about Kaboom. And I'm not here to sway your opinion, pro-kaboom or anti-kaboom. I'm just here to present the facts and information and give you some data around this insert case hit that you might have thought about. Maybe you haven't or you know. So I'm going to hit that. We like to talk about cards on here and when the cards are front and center on the reels, on our Instagram feed, when people are freaking breaking, when people are pumping, all those things. I said, you know what? I'll take some time. You know, I got a little bit of time now, a little bit of time when the kids are down and I'll dig into the data. I'll try to form some narratives around the kaboom. And it's not all bad. I'm going to preface this by saying it is not all bad. And I might be sitting Switzerland here on this issue, but what I want to do is present some information to you, the listener of Stacking Slabs podcast, and have you make your own Educated and informed collector opinion on if a kaboom presents itself from a guy that you collect, do you pursue it? And that's what we're doing here. I want to say I'm very thrilled as an Indiana Pacers fan to get Pascal Siakam, Spicy P in the fold here. Really excited about the build. Excited to watch Tyrese and Siakam build the chemistry. They're buddies, um, so pumped about that. That was huge news. That That's not normal. That's not something that happens regularly here in Indiana, but we're excited that we are pushing forward. And also, I want to just empathize with anyone out there who buys season tickets. Your team loses, the playoffs happen, and then you're getting hit with the renewal notices, and you're just like, what do I do? That's so much money. Did I really pay that much last year? I know I'm dealing with that right now as a Colts fan, and they moved The renewal date up, so it was in February, and now it's in January, and I'm just like, man, they literally give you zero time to think about it and budget it. So I'm going through that. Shout out to any of you degenerates out there who have season tickets. That is like, I don't want to say it's like, because then I'm like pumping myself the mark of a true fan because you can be a true fan and just not like the in-game stadium experience. But there is something a little bit psychotic, I think, about paying these prices and getting out of the house and fighting all the traffic and all the elements and getting to your seat and being around people to watch your team. There's something there, and I've always had that. Um, And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I just like going to the games, and especially as I have two children, right? It's like I don't go out. I don't never leave the house, to be honest, with really. But I do leave the house when there's a game and it's game day. So um, we are going to... I'm thinking through that right now. Also, in this process and in this period, I am considering cards that I am getting rid of because they have had their time and they are, they've had their fun in the sun in my collection. And I think that's what I'm constantly doing. And I'll probably have something more to report next week when some cards get listed, Um, but kind of exploring some avenues, uh, different services, different things. And I'm excited about going through that process. And whenever I go through a new process, what do I like to do? I like to share it here on the Stacking Slash podcast. So that's what I'm going to do. Did you enjoy the episode with my man, Kevin Randall, the Captain37 on Flawless Patches? Uh, It was amazing seeing all of your cards across my Instagram feed. I love reposting that. That Thursday when I put out the bat signal and start seeing cards, it's one of the most fun parts of the week. And I saw so many ridiculous stashes and so many absurd cards. It was amazing to see. So I just want to thank Kevin for that fun conversation. Always enjoy him coming on the damn program. And thank you for sharing your cards. This week, we're going to bring a content aficionado, guy you might have listened to his podcast who's got it on ice right now because he's being a dad. But I got my man, Austin Carlson, a good friend of mine on the program this week. We're tagging up and he's been building out this select gold set. And I think that's really cool. And I love 2013 select and I love select golds and the select product. So we've talked about prism gold in the past. I'm a gold guy, so you're going to have to deal with it. We're talking select. We're going to narrow in and focus in on 2013, but I'm sure we'll expand out that outside of that. But I'm excited to bring Austin back on the program. If you are a fan of Austin's podcast and you missed hearing Austin's interviews and guests, he's going to be coming on the Stacking Slabs program this week. So you are going to want to hear that conversation this Friday. All right, let's get into this. So the reason why I wanted to have this conversation around the Kaboom was it's been everywhere. It's always everywhere. There's so much going on with this insert set. It comes from uh, a lot of different angles. You see a bunch of people rallying around new products that have Kaboom. You see a lot of breakers talking about Kaboom. People celebrate high prices. There are collectors around Kaboom. Kaboom has a specific cycle. So the reason why I wanted to talk about Kaboom now is because the Absolute Football product just came out, the new one. And 2023, Absolute Football. And I saw some conversations of people talking about the fact that they couldn't believe that prices of these boxes, which Absolute, would I'd consider a lower end product, um, were seven hundred and fifty bucks there were also boxes of absolute football twenty twenty three being sold on some breakers platforms that won't be mentioned here for a thousand, so a slight markup on those now, I think kaboom hits an interesting intersection in the hobby where. Spectators like myself can view Kaboom from a lot of different angles. You could view Kaboom as a hobby prop that is put into lower-end products like Absolute to try to drive up demand for the product. It can be viewed as a chase card. People, collectors feel like they like Kaboom and they want to get Kaboom of the players that they PC. It could be premium flip currency because Kaboom has demand because Kaboom has people's attention, it is a nice piece for flip currency. Others might really just like the legacy, and because there is an established legacy around Kaboom, which there is, and I'm going to get into this. they view it as a card where they want to get their player every year, much like a prism gold. I think that I'll get this off the table. Just my own personal opinion in terms of my collecting and collection. I have only owned one Kaboom card in my entire life and this dates back three years um, when I was navigating and figuring out the hobby and I had bought a Kyler Murray Kaboom BGS 9.5 at the Dallas card show, at the time, I think I paid like eighteen hundred bucks for it. Now I often talk about this card because I I ended up getting cash and trading that card in at the National for my Crystal Atomic uh, twenty ten or twenty eleven Crystal Atomic Peyton Manning tops Chrome BGS ten. So that card helped me get into a card that's like in my Forever PC, but. I personally have evolved, and based on my collecting, who I collect, my chase of rarity, um, have never felt compelled or obligated to buy another Kaboom cart. That's not saying somewhere down the road there might be a Kaboom that I like based on its rarity, maybe a gold, maybe a green, which we'll talk about a little more, And I feel the need to go pursue that card. My, and I will also say this: like I like shiny cards. I think kabooms. Well, I prefer true photography over kind of this art, artistic uh, drawings of players. I do like the fact that these cards they shine right? I'm a shiny card guy. So there's some aesthetics there on these cards that I think are pretty nice. And that evolves a little bit over the years too. I think one of the biggest pieces though that are missing or missed by new collectors or hobby participants coming in is digging into the rarity or the history of kabooms. And so that's what I want to do here and take a little time here. And as I mentioned up front, this is not a kabooms are bad. Don't pay attention to kabooms or kabooms are great. Go buy a bunch of kabooms. This is just stating the evidence. The easiest way to find evidence is looking at the data. And the data platform of choice for me is Card Ladder. So I use card ladder on some of the data stuff, and then I also came across a resource by Zaya Giliana, who wrote an article "Kaboom Sports Cards: Ten Years of Studying Inserts" that I stumbled across during my research, and I thought I wish there were more pieces out like this one regarding different sets and insert sets. And I think that this goes to show you that you had an there was an independent individual who wrote an article with information around Kabooms. And it just goes to show you that there is a base of passionate collectors around these cards. So I want to start here. I want to start here in talking about the highest Kabooms ever sold to just kind of set the stage. So you had, and there's a theme here, and that theme is Tom Brady, the highest Kaboom ever sold was the twenty twenty-one Brady Green one of one on February fifth, two thousand twenty-two for a hundred and eighty-eight K, followed by in the eighteen Brady Gold out of ten BGS nine five for a hundred and twenty, October thirteenth, twenty-one. So we're hitting that like parabolic pandemic vibe era of collecting, which I try not to dig into too much, but These are the numbers. Then you have the same card, 18 gold BGS 95 out of 10 Brady that sold for 114K on March 20th, 2022. Then you have the 18 Brady again, but PSA 10 version out of 10 for 110 on February 24th, 2022. And then coming in at number five is a non Brady, the first non Brady. It is the eighteen nineteen Giannis Green one of one for ninety nine k, and that's sold for that on October twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. So I think when we think about Kaboom, I think it's easy to get caught up in the fact that Kaboom is a card that has been front and center in this new era, but Kaboom does have a lineage and legacy. And uh, da, 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 there has been 22 appearances of the Kaboom in products over the years. So I'm going to run through those really quick. And it might be 24 based on um, a caveat here. But let's just say 2022 appearances, nine years of basketball, five years of football, and a interesting... Uh, multi-sports set that came through Panini Rewards. But let's run down the list here. 2013, first year Panini Innovation hosted Kabooms. And I'm also, here's another disclaimer. Some of the data that I'm using to just talk about the quantity, I looked at the PSA pop reports. Now, when I'm talking about the quantity, This is not just the quantity of these cards that are printed because these printed outside of golds and uh, greens, they're not serial stamped, but this is to paint the picture that this is just one grading company that has this amount of these cards in their pop report. So use your imagination, right? Some of these cards got graded by BGS. Some of these cards got graded by SGC. I just think that's important. So go back to this Panini Innovation 2013 first year. 20-card Kaboom set, 886 cards in this set have been graded by PSA. 2014 Panini Excalibur, 50 cards on this checklist, 485 have been graded by PSA. 2015, this is basketball, Excalibur, 290 cards, 290 cards graded by PSA, a 25-card set. 2016 Excalibur, 246 cards graded by PSA, 25-card set. So if you start hearing kind of some of these numbers, I think that like 20, 2013 to 2016, Kaboom basketball, is an, it's a nice little sweet spot because the numbers to me aren't too parabolic and too crazy. And then 2017, Panini Select, this is the first year of Kaboom soccer. Five. It's a 19 or 20 card set, 592 cards graded by PSA. Then in 2018, Kabooms moved over to Crown Royal. So you have a 25-card set, 351 cards graded by PSA. 2018, this is an interesting one. You had rewards packs for Kabooms. Um, packs were limited to five per household. This was the first gold parallels, green parallels. But this was a multi-sports that you, uh, Kaboom set that you could get with Panini Rewards. I talk about the 2018, those Bradys, first year Kaboom. This was the first example of football in some baseball in Kaboom form outside of being put in football and baseball product. So that's why those Bradys that I mentioned up top are in demand. 2019 Crown Royal Basketball, 25 cards, 786 graded by PSA. 2019 Absolute, first year football, 50 cards. 1,174 graded by PSA. 2020 Prism Premier League Soccer set. Uh, More kabooms. I didn't grab the data on that. 2020 Crown Royal Basketball. 1,329 cards graded by PSA. 25 card set. 2020 Absolute Football. 50 card set. 2,601 cards graded by PSA. 2021 Donruss Road to Qatar. Soccer set, 20 cards, 1,383 graded by PSA. 2021, absolute um, football. Also the first year of baseball outside the 2018, you have 50 cards. So 4,758 graded by PSA, which is nuts. 2021 Crown Royal. Basketball, 1,419 cards graded by PSA, 25-card set. 2022 Crown Royal Basketball, you have 1,252 cards graded by PSA, 25 cards. Absolute Football, 4,758 cards graded by PSA. You know what? I, I Here we go. I messed this up. So the 2020 was 2,601, and the 2021 was 4,758. Both a lot of kabooms, more or less to say. Um, 2022, you get Panini uh, Instant UFC, first year of UFC. 2022, Chronicles Draft Picks, you get some college kabooms. 2023, Revolution WWE, first year WWE kabooms. And now, 2023, football kabooms that we're talking about that are being broken, that are being talked about right now all over the place. So around 22 appearances, nine years basketball, five years football, you can see this legacy of Kabooms, and you can also see the fluctuation of Kabooms and how many are printed over a course of period, period of time by just looking at the PSA pop report. So I thought it would be interesting because we're talking about the new football and there are... I don't have the checklist. I couldn't dig up the checklist, and I didn't. I got tired. I was like, I'm not going to do this. But I imagine 50, 55 cards in that set, multi-poses, horizontal, vertical. So there's mo- more of these cards than ever before. Looking at football specifically. So in football specifically, 2019, we had 1,174 graded by PSA. 2020, 2,601 graded by PSA. 2021, 4,758 graded by PSA. And then 2022, there's been, it's a dip. And I know this is the latest product outside of the new one, which few people have, but there's a lot less graded by PSA. So I don't know if there was a pullback quality control or what, but 1,610 graded by PSA. So from 19 to 20, there's a 54% increase in Kabooms available just in the football side. And then from 20 to 21, we saw a 45% increase. So you're seeing the attention, you're seeing the demand. And as you look down the list and based on the number of cards in each of those set lists, and then also you look at the PSA pop report, trying to break down like, okay, per card, what is the average population just according to PSA? In 19 football, per card, an average population of 23 20, an average population of 52. 21, an average population of 95. And then 22, back down to 29. So, some conclusions. Enjoy these cards. There's a legacy that likely will be alive post-Panini in that era. Number two, be very cautious of falling into hobby traps up front. You hear rarity, you hear scarcity. And yes, these are case hits and they're hard to pull. But there's a lot of cases out there and a lot of breakers breaking them. And all you have to do is just go examine the POP reports to see that this isn't like a Prism Gold um, where there's 10 copies. There's much more. If you're going to focus on rarity and scarcity, go after the Golds, go after the Greens. I think it's interesting to compare the values of the first years of these cards to parallels and insert sets over time that have a legacy. Just look what happened in those products. Look at the prices. If you're worried about spending too much or getting too excited and buying them too early, just go look and see what happens there. These cards are going to continue to be front and center. And I think there is something to be said about these cards and the legacy they have based on the number of years and the number of products they've been available in. This blew my mind looking at this data. But I also think we all should be cautious when something is so shiny and prices are so high and you start seeing the same kaboom listed four, five, six times on platforms like eBay, that should put your attendance up. Whether you like kabooms, whether you hate kabooms, I'm just here to bring some information to you. My name is Brent McGrath. I collect sports cards and have a podcast about collecting sports cards. It's called Stacking Slabs. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back on Friday. Carlson Cards. Take care.